0: family and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam.
1: And my name is Edwin.
0: And you're listening to episode 27 of Dungeons, Dinings,
1: and Dorks.
0: Uh, welcome for to the show. Uh, thanks for listening again. Um, Today is June 19th that we are recording. Juneteenth.
1: Juneteenth. It's um, happy Juneteenth.
0: Yeah. Uh, there is historical significance to this. Uh, it's the day that Union troops finally went down to Texas to tell the people down there that the Emancipation Order had been signed and enacted. And it was two years after.
1: Two and a half years after. Two and a half
0: years after, but the, the slave people finally knew they were free.
1: Yeah. There's more history to that, but this is not a history podcast. Yeah. Well, we just so wanted to...
0: Yeah, if if you want more information, definitely look it up. There's a yep. lot of history no, they to they it should. and a lot that happened.
1: Yeah, Galveston, Texas, is where that happened. And uh, yeah. Yep, and. Be,
0: yeah. Before we
1: celebrating that.
0: Before we get into our uh, conversations, uh, we do want to acknowledge that uh, the struggle is is still continuing. Uh, protests are still going on peacefully and uh there are still dark things happening uh to the communities that are in dire need um so they still need support uh they they still need help of many different kinds so if you know of some charities that are looking to help the communities in need of it please continue to donate. Or contribute or if volunteer can.
1: if you can. Yep,
0: they they still have those YouTube charity videos that are going on, long videos with lots of commercials where all they are is streams of uh, black authors and black artists sharing their craft, and they use all the funds for those from those videos to donate to charity. So, uh, yeah, if if you don't have means to help a charity directly you can help by just streaming one of those and and uh yeah and edwin you you went into minneapolis
1: yes i did um i went last sunday i went and dropped off some food to the there's a small little i don't know if it's a reservation but um there's a small little community over in near Cedar Avenue in Minneapolis called the Little Earth Community that I went over and dropped off some some supplies um to a charity over there and Cedar Avenue is about I don't know probably where I, where the Little Earth Community is it was about I want to say about ten blocks away from Thirty Eighth and Chicago, where uh, where George Floyd was killed. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to go down there uh, just to check it out and to you know see what see what what things are going on there because there's a lot of activity going down there. People paying respects to. Their way of paying respects to George Floyd, uh, to to Black Lives Matter, that sort of thing. And I went down there, and there was a lot of people there, but yeah. they were all wearing masks. So that's yeah. that was a good thing to see.
0: Yeah. So the the protests are still going on. Oh yeah. The the news may not be covering it much anymore because it's not as exciting when when no one's yep. breaking stuff. But it's still going on. Yep, it's there was still a lot
1: important. of yeah. I mean, you saw Cop foods there. Uh, you saw all the mural, you know, the murals that were made there in response to, uh, in response to you know the, the killing, events. the murder of George Floyd. yeah, the events. And you saw there was someone. Uh, there, was, I don't know who put it up. I I, I would imagine it was Black Lives Matter. But there was a there was the uh, the, um, you know, the famous, you know, fist up in the air mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. symbol, you know, made yeah. famous by, you know, during that, I forgot what Olympics that was, but way back when, during the Olympics, when uh, two, two Olympic uh, uh, athletes won gold and I believe it was bronze, I, you, know, go, you know, feel free to correct me on that. But they did the, the fist thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, symbol, and they were, you know, things happened that wasn't very too, that wasn't too kind to the African-American community. So it became a symbol mm-hmm. of, of, uh, of the cause. So that was there. Um, there was George Floyd, um, uh, art everywhere, his, his, uh, his face. A lot of flowers. There was a service that was going to go on on the opposite corner of Cup Foods. But here was the thing Um, I was really glad to see was that there were a lot of diverse people there. It wasn't just African-Americans that were there. There were also Asians there and there were a lot of Caucasians there. And they were all there, too. You know, pay the respects to George Floyd and, uh, and what's and, going on, and
0: support the, and
1: support it. I was really glad to see that. You know, because one of the things that you see in the news is, you know, all the bad things, mm-hmm. right? That's, and all the
0: well, that's the stuff that's sensational and exciting and yeah. grabs the attention. Yeah, but
1: what? you would not think of that if you went there because it yeah. was, it was just a mix of races, a mix of. Ethnic backgrounds, so yeah yeah, it was a good it was a good thing that you know if I don't know if it's still up, but if you are in the Minneapolis area, just go there and you know I encourage you to go over there and just you know and pay respects and like look and look look around and just see observe the people who are there and talk to the people who are there. I talked to a couple of people while I was there, you know one of them was very animated (laughs) and you know and you you could tell he really cared about about the cause i bet yeah
0: so yeah so this the struggle still continues um if you're able to donate to charities do your donating if you can watch those those charity streams on youtube watch them or you know there's petitions and all of that there's lots of different petitions Going on, sign petitions that you're eligible for, and 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 yep, and yeah, ben, don't don't be afraid to discuss it. Yeah, yeah,
2: because every little
0: bit counts. Yeah, there's there's not going to be any progress if there's not discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we'll let's get into our show. Um, do we have any other bumpers? No, we. I don't, we, oh, I don't we, have
1: a. Do we want a bumper? I can put a bumper. No, it's
0: okay. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. We don't need a bumper. Anyway, um Let's see. Pam. Let's start with your fun thing.
1: Yeah, Pam, what have you been up to, Pam? Dude, Pam.
0: Dude. So
1: Virtual so Pam. It's virtual. While
2: I was While I was social mediaing. I learned that the latest craze food wise is gonna be pickled flavored Doritos. Wait, what?
1: Pickled flavors?
2: Pickled flavored Doritos. Doritos. No. Um,
0: and yeah. I don't know. Okay, now dill pickle chips. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I'm about. Dill pickle potato
0: chips are one thing. Dill pickle. Pickled
2: it, flavored Dorito.
1: So the dill is out, it's just a pickle.
0: It's, a so, pi-
2: it's the pickle pickle.
1: The pickle pickle, not the dill pickle.
2: And um, you want to know something? This isn't new. This is actually... a. Cana- it started in Canada. And I don't know if it's still going on now, but it's now making its way over the borders to here.
0: Oh, good grief. I'm going to have to ask my Canadian friends about this.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's like Cool Ranch Doritos. Remember those
0: pickles on oh. tortilla chips? It's like I can't mesh them in my brain.
1: Next thing you know, Cheetos is coming out with a pickle flavor. Oh
0: no! Oh, I sincerely hope that this then
1: Funyuns and then Funyuns is gonna come out with a pickle flavor.
0: Oh no!
2: <laughs> oh, I know that the pickles, the pickled lovers are gonna like praise this. Or something. Like Me, I uh, I don't like good, pickles. Good grief! All. I do like
1: dill. I'm starting to like dill. That was that that Old Dutch.
0: The dill pickle chips.
1: Dill pickle chips. that Old Dutch does. Old
0: Dutch. Old Dutch is the best yeah, for dill pickle I, chips. Yeah. And Hands down.
1: We are not. Old Dutch does not sponsor this podcast. I'm just saying. However, person... if they
0: wanted to, we would not reject them. Oh yeah,
1: give us some free things. I'm...
0: Dill pickle <laughs> chips, please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm beginning to like the pickle flavor, but only on potato chips.
0: Yeah, he still won't eat regular dill pickles like you get I with a sandwich. Won't.
1: I like the butter pickles.
0: The bread and butter pickles? The
1: bread and butter pickles? Yeah. That was... Yeah. It? No. yeah.
2: I, think, I think this is just comes to the, my attention that I think we all need at least that one friend that loves pickles.
1: Someone's going to eat that weird thing during parties that someone else brought. And, and
2: well, every time I go, we go to our local sandwich place over here, they always give us a pickle, even though we tell us, no, you could, you could keep the pickle. Nope, they still give us the pickle out of their kind hearts. <laughs> the problem is our unkind taste buds just don't yeah, want the pickle. Usually too. I'm the one grabbing the pickles. So what are we going to do with the, these two pickles? We're not going to eat it. Oh, we need a friend that <laughs> that loves pickles. So if you if you can be that friend for the both of us, hit me, hit us up. Leave an email. We will send uh, you all the pickles. Yo,
1: know, speaking of snackage, <laughs> speaking of snackage, one thing I can never ever find here in the great state of Minnesota. Yeah. And if someone has if someone has a lead, I'd love to hear it. You can email to me. On Dungeon Diners at gmail.com. dot um, Fisher, almond, bacon flavored almonds.
0: Yeah, we've been trying to find those. I've been
1: trying to find those forever.
0: Yeah, f- and yeah, f- I
1: can't find it anywhere. I can't find it in in, uh, in any of the markets around right here. I went to a Cup of foods. It wasn't he saw
0: it on on a Rhett and Link episode. Yeah, the and I just good I, mythical. I, I, Good mythical morning. I yeah, guess.
1: and I am curious what that tastes like.
0: Yeah, so he's he's been obsessed <laughs> with trying to find them. So we cannot find Fisher's <laughs> bacon flavored almonds. Can't
1: find it. So if anybody has a lead, please tell me where I can find these. And Fisher's I'll be is also not greatly... a sponsor. However,
0: yeah. if they're willing to send us bacon flavored almonds, if.
1: Yeah, if they're willing to send the bacon flavored almonds, I'd be. We we we'd be happy to accept.
0: We would be happy to accept. Okay, it sounds like (laughs) if if they're sending us treats, we're happy to accept sponsors. Oh,
1: I'm happy to accept any treats.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if if we get treats, we we are happy campers. Apparently. (laughs) Um, but speaking of things coming out of Canada, um. There is a a podcast coming out of Canada, usually live streams on Twitch, um, so you can find past recordings there too. Uh, Shambazil Games, um, Brad is the host of that, he's from Canada, uh, he's got a website, Um but he goes through a lot of Dungeons and Dragons news. If there's something new coming out from Wizards of the Coast He'll or know. something, yeah, if if it's coming out from He'll Wizards know. of the Coast or if it's Dungeons and Dragons related, he's probably he probably knows about it and he's probably posting it to his website. And uh, what he's announced lately is that rather than writing up an article about the new stuff that's coming out, like everybody else does, he's actually going to start putting it out in bullet points. Like, the things you need to know about the things getting released. That way you can- that way it's short and sweet and to the point and you can get all the information you want without having to read through someone's opinions of it.
2: (laughs) That reminds (laughs) me of kind of like trying to look up a recipe in a blog and the recipe is all the way down. Oh, I that annoys me so
0: message. much.
1: So you're telling me that he's becoming the NPR news of of
0: uh, of the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's he's got his he's got <laughs> his Twitter community going on, and yeah, I think yeah, I I follow him. So if you if you follow the follows, you'll find Shan Basil. Um, Shan, I think on he's Twitter, right? at Shamblegate. Yeah, on Twitter. I think he's yeah. at Shambazal Games on Twitter as well, and basically anywhere you want to try to find him. So yeah, cool. But yeah, he he does a lot of D and D stuff. He's actually the DM for the Wednesday my bi-weekly your Wednesday, Wednesday night game. Wednesday night game, and that that which, is actually live streaming too.
1: Which which one out of I am I'm actively in five million th- games. I more? am
0: actively in five. Thank you, five. That's only five. Only
1: five. I'm only. So how, five. Only five.
0: I'm only in five.
1: Five.
2: So, how, are you still able to keep track of what's going on in each of those five games?
0: Yes. <laughs> I can barely keep like,
1: track of the three. I. I'm, I'm, Oh my gosh, even I, didn't even real- I didn't even realize that, like, how, how you can keep track of five different games. Like, how even, do you not, like, cross over one of your other characters into the game?
2: Oh, when even I st- this <laughs> last session, I mean, uh, my character had an identity crisis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not Helja right now.
2: You're
1: not, oh, that's right. You went from Kaelin Kail- to Helja. Kaelin
2: to Helge. Yeah. Well, you- Helja has a Scottish accent. Kaelin does not.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're suddenly bringing in no. Helja. <laughs> I've I've only I've only mixed up characters once. I knew which character I was playing, but a different character's name came out of my mouth. Yeah, I just wanted
2: to hit something. Yeah, with melee instead <laughs> of a bow and arrow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah on on Shana Basil's uh live stream game. I play a, a uh, Kenku sorcerer named Glitter Bomb. Mm. And yeah, she does a lot of damage and it's a lot of fun. Glitter Bomb. Glitter Bomb.
1: What well, does lots of damage.
0: Huh?
1: Glitter, glitter Bombs do cause lots of damage.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, and they stick yes. to you. You <laughs> can never get them out. For years. No matter,
1: no matter how much, how much you want to vacuum them off, you can never get them.
0: (laughs) Okay, other now speaking of trying to get rid of things, there's something that you're trying to get that you just can't. Edwin, what's your trouble?
1: Wait a minute, what am I?
0: You've been trying to get Joy-Cons. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, you know what? Ever since COVID (laughs) hit, Joy-Cons cannot be had anywhere and one of now, the things that we can't do in Animal Crossing is play together right because we only have one,
0: one set switch of Joy-Cons.
1: with one set of Joy-Cons that came with a switch and I tried to find another set of Joy-Cons and the only thing that's out there are the pro controllers.
0: Which and is not what we it.
1: want. Which is not what we want. You cannot find. You can't find the red and blue ones. You can't find the black ones or the gray ones or even the yellow and the whatever. All the different colors and Joy-Cons you can't find.
2: So... Now, the Joy-Cons, these Joy-Cons, we, you're talking about specifically for the Nintendo Switch, right? The exactly. controllers for right. the Nintendo Switch.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You cannot find. This... It's almost like Nintendo just gave up making it. <laughs>
2: Is it really the Nintendo's fault, or is it because of how Animal Crossing is still such a big thing?
0: And and the supply chain is still interrupted in some areas. See, it's all COVID's fault. (laughs) It is. It is.
1: If I can get an obscure fan for my laptop from China oh my gosh what was it a Trump thing from China
0: Edwin Edwin China. you're gonna have to edit that out no politics it was, poli- it Edwin, was oh, no up, politics Edwin no politics
1: from China if I can get an obscure fan from China right uh huh I can't get a set of Joy-Cons from Tokyo <laughs> come on
0: clearly not <laughs> um
1: Amazon doesn't even have it. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. That's a surprise.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's my hey. that's my first world problems, fellas.
0: Hey, so. if anybody has a spare set of Joy-Cons that they'd like to mail to us, yeah. uh, send us an email at dungeondiners@gmail.com, right. and and we'll let you know how to get that to us. Wow. And
2: you also get a special become, shout out. You
0: know, yes, we have,
1: have. We become panhandlers now.
2: <laughs> Today, <fun>. yes, <laughs> we are desperate. <laughs> Edwin needs so. to do more than just <laughs> check on turnips. practices. Yes. Okay. You
1: know what? I'm all right. Yes, I do. That's a lot of, of what I do in Animal Crossing because. Okay, I can't do much of anything else because Angela. I am became the, the first settler. On yes, the island. I
0: am the president representative. You know, She's the resident representative. You
1: know what, I am you know, just a resident. The resident doesn't have as much power as the resident representative.
0: Edwin's got himself you know. in a good
1: rant.
2: <laughs> this is going to take <laughs> a while. <laughs> you know what? Ed, you know what Jeff said when Edwin visited Jeff's island. Jeff what? said, "Wow, Edwin's character is so bland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's because he spends all his bells on his house and never buys himself new clothing."
1: I have, I have, I have clothing. I have.
0: You have. I new have a clothing. reasonable.
1: I have a reasonable amount of clothing.
0: You have newbie I'm, clothing.
1: I okay. You know what? Here's the thing about Animal Crossing that really just. <laughs> They really just, it made me realize several, like, I don't know, maybe like a month into the game, I've, I noticed this. Like, the whole game is about hoarding stuff. Absolutely. Get a bigger house, hoard stuff.
0: Absolutely.
1: There's a whole room full of stuff that you don't actually need.
0: Um. Mm. Lucy, no, you're you supposed can't even to put use
1: it, it. Can you use a toaster in this game? <laughs> no.
0: Edwin.
2: Edwin. This is fake currency.
1: Yeah, I don't. But... you <laughs>
2: spend it on fake stuff. Have all the fake stuff. But and you just make your fake stuff realize... pretty.
0: Happiness. <laughs> if Angela
1: I, I realize this. If Angela actually had all the clothes in Animal Crossing in real life, it would not fit this house.
0: Absolutely not. It
1: would not even it would it would fill up every single closet and then some. And maybe and probably the utility room as well. And and the garage.
0: <laughs> By the way, have you seen my new outfit?
1: No. Have you seen my new outfit?
0: You don't yes, have, new have out- a new outfit. I don't plan. have a new
1: outfit. I still I am still wearing the
0: what you have. Is that? the Dodo awesome. Airlines. The
1: Dodo Airlines shirt, which is one of my favorite shirts.
0: Buy another shirt. <laughs> but, I, but my 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 person in Animal Crossing is basically wearing what's Something akin to a pink Power Ranger suit and a pink straw boater. Um, I think she's also got some pink sneakers. She's dressed all in pink. She's got green hair, and for a while she had a green mustache. Handlebar mustache, thank you.
1: My room is, my house is so huge that I've got two rooms that are completely empty.
0: Only
2: two rooms?
1: I got two rooms that are completely empty, and they have to be my turnip rooms. My turnip rooms. The up, my entire is he, upstairs is completely empty. See, he
0: he's, he spends all his bells on his house, but he doesn't spend his bells on things to put in his house.
1: Well, you should see my 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 storage is has a lot of put stuff. Put your
0: stuff in your house. <laughs> Look at all the space I have. I'm
1: a minimalist in this game. <laughs> I'm a and minimalist. And I'm trying
2: to build my collection. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if your house house rating is like a. It's a B. D minus. It's a
1: B. <laughs> I keep it's getting. So I keep getting. I keep getting. What is that? Uh, every Sunday. Is it every Sunday yes. that is you it, get rated? It's always yeah, a B. Yes. Is
0: it? Is it telling you? Is it suggesting? Hey. You could do this thing and improve the rating of your house.
1: Yes, it did. Yeah. It said something about, hey, you should put something on your walls. So I did put something on my walls.
2: Uh-huh. Right? But was it still a B minus?
1: <laughs> but then it told me, no, it was still a B. And so it decided to, the very the very next week, it asked, they say hey, you should, like, put an actual bed in your bedroom. That's why I was looking for a, a bed plan or whatever that bed, like... Like, thing that card that playing card gives yeah. you, yeah,
2: Oh, the recipe,
0: cards? You <laughs> don't recipe, have cards, recipe yes. card for beds. I well, now I do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've got a friend on Discord, and and I she has tons and tons of recipe cards that she's she's on an Animal Crossing specific server on Discord, wow. and she had her gates open and left her game running. And wandered away for a moment. Came back, and a bunch of people from the Discord that she's part of had dumped tons of recipe cards all over the place. So I basically took my my account and Edwin's account over there and just completely raided them. Raided her uh, supply of recipe cards.
1: So I've got an extensive recipe book now, thanks to your friend. Yep. You bringing my character over. See, I have other people playing my character. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, I have now a a bed. And I can't wait to see what I get rated this time in a suggestion. It'll still be a B. It'll probably still be a B. <laughs> It'll
0: still be a B. <laughs> so. Okay. Hey, let's...
1: My chart prices stink, by the way. I haven't even gotten like a, na- a major spike ever. Yeah. same here. Anyway.
0: We've we've got more to talk about still. Um, So, y'all shut up and listen. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by
1: law such compulsory education.
0: Okay, as is probably no surprise to anyone anymore, uh, the PlayStation 5 has been announced. Yes! Which is exciting. Yes, it's going to be super impressive, and it's expected to uh, to be released around the holidays. No price. Uh, I think there was actually it's something rumor. A, It was a rumor. Uh, what was that? Six hundred. I don't know. I I heard that I saw something that said that Amazon leaked the price.
1: Yeah, those were those were test. Prices or whatever that it was, it was placement, price. it was a placeholder price. Placeholder, it was it 700 sure. bucks or something yes. like that? If it's exactly. 700 bucks, I don't know.
0: Well, we'll have to wait for second generation, wait for them to work the bugs out of it.
1: Oh well, no, I need, to, I need to play my
0: uh, well, okay. I'll, I'll, admit Final Fantasy
1: that. Remake Part 2
0: <laughs> Part <deux. laughs> Now, the one one of the things I'm excited about for the PlayStation Five, one of the one of the early games that they're going to release for it, is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes. Of course, Angela I, would be excited of this. Oh, i
2: Spider-Man fan. You want
1: to hear a little secret? What? Sure. Angela has a Spider-Man game.
2: <laughs> now wait, wait I, a second.
0: I not Play my games very much. I need to play my games. I need to go. I I need to go but into my game play.
2: But this is a different Spider-Man, right? The yeah, one this that's is the coming Miles, out.
1: Yeah, this is the Miles Morales. Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah.
0: The right. so so, one that she the,
1: has is the Tom Peter Parker. The yeah. Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker.
0: Parker. Yeah. It's 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 not any of the Marvel other... Universe
1: one. Is it no, Marvel? it's
0: it's not oh. MCU. Oh. It's it's not connected to any of the previous movies. It's just its own yeah. thing. It was the one
1: that came out like two years ago.
0: <clears throat> I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeff is still playing it. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need. I have so many games I need to play. Uh, Angela, play all of it. And D and D, and then video games,
2: he, and then D and yeah,
1: D. D and D, D and D takes D and D takes uh, takes the president. number one spot, for the president over video games right now.
0: Well, I'm. When you're the one making the story, there's something special about it. Okay.
1: That's true. I'll give you that.
0: Plus, it's it's a social activity. That's true. And I will have to sit here and take it while you tease me about it.
1: <laughs> no, it's absolutely correct. <laughs> it is a social it, game, it, and we need social interactions, especially during this time of COVID. Right. Yeah, so yeah. It's,
0: it's one of my ways that I get social interacti- interaction, and I'm building stories with other people, yeah. and it's fun. Exactly. I have strong passion for Dungeons & Dragons. Um, <laughs> I realize that Wizards of the Coast has some issues going on right now, so I'm going to have to wait to buy further products for Licensed Dungeons and Dragons stuff.
1: What did you think? What did you think about the design of the PS5? Um, it
0: looks,
2: it looks like Eve from Wally.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> I don't know how to. I'm I'm still kind of confused because in our, in our family room, right, in our theater room slash family room slash, you know. Everything. Everything room. The geekery. The geekery. Um, we don't have a place to stand up vertically.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be a problem.
1: Our PlayStation Five sits horizontally. Our, our PlayStation four? four. I'm sorry. Our, our th- PlayStation Four, four. sits hor- horizontally. Our PlayStation Three sits horizontally. Right.
0: The Wii can sit horizontally.
1: The Well, so but
0: that's a different TV, though. That's
1: all a different TV. The PlayStation
2: Four can be vertically,
0: yeah, Ew.
1: yeah. but we don't stand it up. There's no way, really, to stand it up and.
0: In our actually, so I'm kind of wondering unless you
2: unless you have a fan stand.
1: Unless you have a fan stand,
2: yeah, because Jeff has one.
1: Yeah, but I'm just wondering if we can actually sit the PlayStation Five horizontally because hmm. the way that I look at
2: it. But then it I'm wouldn't look like... cool. <laughs> it wouldn't look cool. People would not mistake it for a space fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: it's. it's it, oh, boy.
0: <laughs> okay. oh, boy. I think on that note, we should switch to something else. <laughs>
1: so when is it supposed to come out?
0: Uh. It's, the PlayStation 5 is supposed to come out during the holidays of 2020. Let's hope that's accurate. And
1: people are asking me what I did with my stimulus check. (laughs) (laughs) So, guess what I'm doing with my stimulus check?
0: (laughs) Buying a car? Buy a
1: PlayStation 5.
0: Okay. <laughs> PlayStation.
1: I'm going to be the I'm going to be very completely irres- financially irresponsible by PlayStation five
2: The US economy is going to skyrocket thanks to the gaming industry. <laughs>
1: exactly. You know, and I I am willing to help out in that uh, in that cause. So,
0: alright. <laughs> well, there's there's other things that can be done uh Aside from that, so, uh, yeah, let me tell you a thing. Is that really a thing? Hey, what you my lad, crack? Pam! Yo! You were wondering something. Well, you were yeah. more wanting to discuss a thing.
2: Well, okay. So, tomorrow is the summer solstice, the first day of summer and so after us geeks have been cooped up in quarantine I was just wondering what can what can there be some geeky activities that we could do
0: outside well (laughs) alright yes let us discuss that (sighs) being geeks I'm sure (laughs) we all realize that Geeks tend to stay indoors.
1: We go outside, say, what's that thing up in the sky? And oh my gosh, I have a yard. It looks like a jungle. I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) I'm going back inside and play video games.
0: Oh my goodness. My actual garden is overrun by weeds. I can't handle this. I will go play Animal Crossing and pull the weeds there.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) That's the
2: very ironic part of it. But, I'm gonna go no, I'm gonna go take care of I mean, my
1: house i'm gonna go take care of my, take care of my house on sims four
2: well just <laughs> just as you know just to just to get the ball rolling to get somewhere because I really want to go outside what can what can we do like a geeky activities that
0: can be done outside uh, like... Pokemon Go is still a thing
1: Pokemon go is still a thing.
0: It will always be a thing. It will always be a thing. If it, um, it, it it definitely gets you into uh directed walking. You probably have a Pokestop or a Pokemon Gym somewhere near your place. somewhere within easy walking distance. Yeah. So if you're just trying to get outside for a few minutes to get yourself moving, you know, Pokemon Go is is an option. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're wanting to get some actual genuine exercise and get going further, there's geocaching. There's that, yeah, yeah. That's that's that a nerdy quite fun. It's kind of like a stranger. thing. It's like geeky thing. thing? Yeah, it, it's it's a little it's, on the geeky. It, it, it can be a little hipstery sometimes. I some treasure, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can totally turn it into a geek thing. It's I guess like, it depends. What's
1: an RPG? I guess I guess it depends on the skill level or the difficulty level of your geocaching.
2: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, if you like, if you like exploring, like an RPG kind exploring kind of thing without the battle, uh, geo, how do you say it again? Geocaching. Uh, geocaching uh, is a, an alternative for those that like
0: shooter games. There's always
2: Nerf guns.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nerf guns would be a lot of fun because okay, paintball. People say, hey, paintball sounds geeky. Paintball hurts. It hurts. Paintball it hurts. leaves bruises. Paintball's fun. It it's
1: fun, but it's it fun. hurts. It hurts.
0: If you bruise easy, I bruise easy.
1: Yeah, but I did not makes, handle
0: paintball.
1: But that gives you more of an incentive to actually not get hit.
0: But right, like in a, real, like like in real
1: combat, you know. I mean, the, yeah, the incentive is not getting killed.
0: Yeah, but if if you're looking <laughs> for just goofing off and having fun. Nerf is the way to go or yeah, like sure. products. Where this like Or little foam projectiles um, that aren't going to hit very hard.
2: Or else, I mean if you buy the pool,
0: um, those pool noodles are very flimsy swords. <laughs> yeah, you could have your yourself a pool noodle s- sword fight sword. Or, sword. Sword. or sword. if you've got a park available or a backyard, you could try larping. No. Hey! No. I, been, what
1: do you
2: have
0: against larping? <laughs> no. For one, for one, larping is outdoors more more often than not. It gets you moving, and you can social distance while still playing a role play game.
1: I got a, I got a, I got a buddy. I have a buddy who, when I used to work in a in the in the bake house. Uh-huh. Right at my work, yes, I baked, <laughs> and there was a person there that we just before I exited out of the bake house, we hired a person that was that took over my job, right, and he larped, and we talked about it, and okay, there's a lo- that's a level of nerd that. I can't get to. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't get to it. Because, okay, Angela knows this, and Pam, I, I believe you know this. How do I oh, feel yeah. about cosplaying?
0: Hey, you don't have to wear a costumes to start out LARPing.
1: LAR- LARPing is like the next level up from cosplaying.
0: Yes, a lot of LARPers <laughs> do wear costumes to get themselves into character, but that doesn't make it a requirement. Right.
1: Like so, Hardcore LARPers.
0: Yes, hardcore LARPers. If, if you're it makes, just It, makes, it, it makes the
1: Renaissance festival look like, like they don't know what the heck they're doing. Edward. <laughs> yes. If
0: you're just starting out on LARPing you're not gonna have a full costume. You don't need a full costume if you're yeah. just trying it yeah, out. It's just a goofy, good, fun time, I'm sure. Otherwise, you know, if you don't want to do the LARPing thing, there's always the option of dragging your regular uh, role play game outside to get sunlight instead of lamplight. Yeah, yeah, and you it's, could
2: yeah, barbecue.
0: Yeah, you could play. and pretend that it's like a feast. Yeah. If, if you've got a park nearby, you can spread out at the picnic tables, or if you've got a backyard, spread out a bunch of blankets all over the place to have yourself, you know, a spaced out picnic. Have yourself some clipboards so you can keep track of things and little trays for your dice so you don't lose track of them and have a flat surface for them. <laughs>
1: Loose track of your dice in the grass, and next thing you know, when you're lawn mowing your lawn, you hear this, <laughs> and there's pieces of, of uh, plastic, of plastic and resin everywhere.
0: It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens.
2: It's no, it's no different than mowing over like a, like loose pieces of rock.
0: Yeah, don't
1: don't mow over loose pieces of rock.
0: Yeah, please. Yeah, you just. Bring your stuff outside. Make sure you have a way to keep track of it, and double check your dice before you put them away.
1: Especially if you're missing, like like one of those nice sets that you just bought. My metal, metal.
0: My, my metal dice are oh not my. going outside ever. They, you need to set boundaries for yeah. certain dice. Yes. <laughs> if we're playing outside, I'm bringing the cheapy dice outside. Yeah. My nice yep. dice. Are not going outside this is the
2: reason why D players have a ton of dice there is a special kind of dice for certain occasions yes
1: okay that's an o- another discussion <laughs> for that's later because that's, that's another that's another thing i gotta i, yeah. I have a i have a uh, we should i should just yeah we should just start a section of edwin complains
0: and <laughs> <laughs> done <laughs> But yeah, there's there's other things that can be done. Um, There are uh, Pam, you looked like you were about to say something. Well, uh, oh, I was about to say. um, I
2: know around our area, there's music, music, uh, or not music. um, Movies at the park. Yeah, depending on what movies they do, this is just a, a great way to watch stuff if you have a projector you could do that too you could play video games outside considering that weather weather permits of course
0: yeah i mean there's there's a lot of activities that can be dragged outside if you've got if you've got the space and if you've got the equipment for it
2: and if you want a more relaxing exercise and you want to channel your inner ninja or whatever you could practice yoga
1: no no no. Why not? No.
2: <laughs> Edwin, what do you have against yoga?
1: I don't have anything against yoga. I have I have things against yoga that when I do yoga.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's just a personal thing. It's okay. a personal
1: thing. So, like, I'm the most unflexible, physically unflexible person you'll probably ever meet. Me doing yoga is like trying to get a rock to reshape itself.
0: Did you
2: did you even try it? Yes.
1: Yes I did. I'm not slamming this because of uh I didn't try it. Um I almost failed the yoga section in high school gym class. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Okay then.
1: Yes, because At you had a yoga I couldn't do either. I couldn't do the poses. I could only do one pose, and that was like the beginning pose. But other than that, when you have to go do like, like another pose that didn't re- that required you to like actually bend, that's when I failed. So I mean,
2: there are <laughs> other like other meditation uh, practices that don't you don't need to fold yourself in certain.
0: Ways you do not have to become a human pretzel. Yeah,
2: yeah there are other there are other practices.
1: I tried doing that whole like like extend your arm this way and then extend your 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 leg the other opposite direction and try to keep balance. That whole thing, yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. Because <laughs> I tried that and almost like hurt myself by just doing that.
0: <laughs> it's not <laughs> good.
1: It's not a good time.
0: Well,
2: I'm just saying these are just some of the activities that other people can do.
1: It's yeah, it's a good time for other people, Most definitely. I encourage you to do it if you can do it. Congratulations, you can do it. Yeah, but you'll never catch me doing yoga anytime soon unless unless Angela really drags me, me kicking and screaming to a mat to do <laughs> yoga. So.
2: And you know what. We briefly touched about uh you know, watching movies is
0: yeah, I in mean the park. There there's so... thought that uh driving theaters could become more of a thing. Yep. During the summer months. So
2: yeah, with that said, I mean what do you think will happen to current theaters? Current like indoor movie theaters.
1: I don't really have high hopes for them. Okay. You know. Um mainly because a lot of these movies that are that are supposed to release this year aren't getting released this year due to COVID-19. Right? One of the biggest one is uh Christopher Nolan's Tenant. Um and no, it's not a biography of David Tennant of Doctor Who.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> um
1: This is a movie called Tenet by Christopher Nolan. It was supposed to be released this year, and now it's not going to get released next year. A lot of movies are doing that, and some movies that were supposed to be slated to actually go with production this year just got axed.
0: And a few movies that were supposed to be uh, released a couple of months ago actually ended up releasing directly to online streaming.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's bypassing the the theaters. I mean, AMC got in trouble. Or there was a whole you yeah. Know, U-
0: Universal released that trolls movie, and AMC threw a fit and tried to boycott Universal. Universal.
1: Yeah. So I don't have really high hopes for movie theaters. I will. I mean, for me. I want them to stay around. I want, but it's going to be one of those things where
0: the mom and pop,
1: yeah, the mom and pop theaters, the one that's just even near us, the Mm -hmm. one over uh, just the next town from us, they've permanently closed.
0: Yeah. And the the little mom and pops are going to be gone, and the big ones are going to have to change their methods completely. Yeah.
1: AMC, man theaters, they're probably going to be. For me, I, they're probably going to be the only ones left.
0: Yeah, they're probably just going to barely scrape by. Yeah,
1: but it's going to be sad because a lot of these, like, independents, right? I Hopefully, like, the Lagoon, the Landmark, in downtown Minneapolis and south Minneapolis are going to stay stay open.
0: Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the Lagoon is probably... They'll probably just make it because they, they do specialty, like, international films. Yeah. So they might just barely scrape by. Perhaps, yeah. And I I think but, they might have they've they've got enough enough attachment to the community that where they're at that I think they'd have enough support to keep them going if they if they showed signs of struggle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My but you know, I mean I think that I don't know if I wanted to go to a drive in to watch something like tenant. I don't know if I want to go to a drive in to watch something like fast and the furious nine or something like that one of the things about going to a theater in my mind is the theater experience you go there because it's a huge friggin' screen that has an awesome sound system you know you're really immersed into that movie and you got cushy seats that recline back and depending on what theater you're in you're getting your food served right you're right. getting like an entire meal served to you. Right. Um, you can't do that in a drive-through. I mean, a drive-in movie. I mean, not, you know, you're not going to get that same experience in a drive-in movie. I'd rather have it. You know, like, why can't I pay the 20 or 30 bucks to watch it at my house with a bodified, you know, surround sound system with a big screen. I mean
2: You would have to have you would have to supply the um the surround sound and the big screen.
1: Yeah. And there's people who have that. Either they have a right. you know, like you know, a high like a sound bar with like a fifty five inch screen T V. Right. I mean that's people do have that. Um not all people I'll, I'll give you that i mean there's people who just you know they can't afford it and that's okay you know but i think it should be an option right i mean if they're losing money and they're sort of holding these things back and who knows when this is going to be over right mm-hmm. well
2: um i do know that at least one theater one theater that i Jeff and I always go to when we want to uh, watch like indie movies and foreign movies. They are at working. I think I think it's left less than fifty percent capacity, and they make sure that everyone is spaced out, um, spaced out throughout throughout the theater. So. I don't think that they're going to go away because I a lot of the reason's why people go to movie theaters is just to get out. Yeah. Just to get out of the house. And it's for dating or dating and family activities outside of the house. So, I guess a lot I I you are right. Uh you get to pay for the experience. Um but at the same time, I don't know. I I kind of don't mind having the ability to just buy a movie and just watch it in the comfort of my own home I I live far from the from the metro so always going in into the cities just so that so that I could get that theater can sometimes be a pain especially during winter um I also like how when I pay for the movie it's actually one a price you normally it's way below twenty dollars. And it includes. It can include how many how how many of other people are gonna watch it with us. Mm-hmm. So it's like eight dollars for a movie, and like ten people can view it yeah. instead of paying per person to watch it in the theater. So I guess both have their pros and cons. Um, but personally, I don't think that the movie theater is going to be completely wiped. I don't if think it's,
1: it's going to be completely wiped. I just think that it's going to be sad because, like, I mean, when we first moved here, you know, moved here this area of the, of the Twin Cities, we discovered a mom-and-pop theater here. And okay. we haven't even gotten to the AMC that's, yeah, that's I, on the opposite side of the, that's actually closer to us.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: You know, because a mom-and-pop place was, I mean, it was cheaper, for one. Yeah. Right? Because it wasn't an AMC. And it was a good experience. They had, like, you know, the seats that you expect, you know, the assigned seats, the popcorn, all that stuff. But, I mean, if there's only going to be, like, an AMC, a man theater... Or, you know, or the other, I don't know what the other big the big theater chains are. I mean, there isn't really going to be enough choice in terms of going to a theater. Because a lot of them are probably, especially small ones, are going to be gone. You know, so theaters I don't think are going to go away. It's just that the selection of theaters that, that's already there, I think is going to go away.
2: It's either... It's either the selection of theaters or just the whole mo- going to movie theater experience itself is going to change.
0: Yeah, I, I think the whole, the whole theater model's got to change somehow.
2: Well, we'll see
1: what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: We will see what <clears throat> happens. Um, right. But for now, uh, we should leave our speculation behind and talk about Tastes.
1: Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold we're
0: FOOD? Just- but
1: regardless of the style or type <laughs> of restaurant, they all
0: have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've gotta last. Okay, I issued the challenge last episode. Which was? Our challenge was to make a dessert. You have never made before involving fruit. 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 Okay. I am
2: fruit. (laughs) All righty. Who wants to go first?
0: Uh, Pam, you've seen pictures of ours, (laughs) but we have no idea what you've made.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what you made.
2: So, um, I'm not a big baker, so this was interesting. And, um, well... I made fresh tomato spice cake.
1: What is that?
2: Well, a tomato, tomato is, is a fruit. fruit. Yes, I know. You know.
1: I know that.
2: So, but yeah. So.
1: Pizza is a fruit as well. I don't know if you knew that.
0: Pizza no, is a vegetable. Pizza is a
1: vegetable. A vegetable.
0: <laughs> anyway, please go on, Pam.
2: But yeah, so, so, it's, so um, with minimal help from Jeff. I was actually able to create uh, this weird, very weird concoction. It's, it, you know what? It's a very good recipe for summer, um, because you know what? The when you taste it, you don't really taste the it. tomato. It's kind of like a zucchini bread
0: kind of thing where right. you don't even taste the it's, meat. It's all ingredient. about the spice and not the the. Oh yeah.
2: I could taste the cinnamon. I could taste the nutmeg. I could taste the sugar. It was so good. Not to mention the glaze. The glaze at, had lemon juice. I right. had had that before. OMG, oh, it's so good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so what I did was that I made the cake and we were actually going to... We actually needed to go over to Jeff's mother's place to actually discuss our next D and D session. It was kind of like a ground zero, except it wasn't ground zero, but anyway. um, So we brought over the cake, not knowing whether if we're going to like it or not. Um, So, so when we served the cake, we didn't tell them what, that it was a tomato cake. We just didn't want to like put any disgust out there.
0: Didn't want to weird weird them out before they ate it. I'm sorry. Didn't want to weird them out before they ate it. That's correct. So, (laughs) so we
2: just this this was huge. We it called for a what was it a nine by eleven pan. It rose up and it kind of folded in on itself. So I guess when you use it, have a deep pan.
1: It's like a collapsed souffle. It
2: it, it only folded only just a little bit. Didn't fold fold itself. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we served it. They liked it. I told them it w- that there was tomato in it, and they're like, "Really? It's so good and it's so moist." Well, actually, Would... it was moist in the center. Those that are on like around the edges or whatever, mm-hmm. they were more like crunchy, dry. No, Would... not really crunchy, just dry. Not like the moises in the middle, but other than that, I mean, people really liked it. They were um, they were surprised that that tomato was in there. Would you, you could say see...
1: would you say it was tomato forward? Could you taste the tomato?
2: Mm-mm. You could see the tomato. Okay. Like you could you could see the flecks of tomato skin in it,
0: but you couldn't taste it. You could taste the lemon in the icing, though. I'm sure.
2: Yeah,
1: well, lemons are fruit. Lemons are fruit. Yep. So there you go. So there's
0: two parts of it with fruit. You could taste the lemon. Yep. The tomato yep. is hidden. It still involves fruit, though. Yes. Fruit was still a main ingredient. Right. Yes. right. The uh, only
2: the only issue was that you don't taste the tomato. You do taste the lemon, but it was mostly the spice that you you uh taste. Okay. So on a D twenty, what what would that cake get you I did ask around the room, and I actually it averaged to about an eighteen. Ooh, that's That's pretty good. That's a good score. It was pretty good, and I would make it again. Um, and yeah, I I and I do agree that it is it is a great uh,
0: summer dish. So awesome! Check it out. Well done. Uh, Awesome. Yay! So, rock paper scissors goes next.
1: Yeah, sure. (laughs)
0: I guess right. that's me. What's that? I guess that's yeah, me. Yeah, you can go. Okay. All right. I, <laughs> I don't know. Edwin did paper, I did scissors.
1: I didn't know if if whoever okay. wins won okay. First or wins. Okay, loser goes
0: first then. You can go no, first. No, you can go. You go first. Pam, referee. Fine. <laughs> go. Go. Right. Okay. I made apple dumplings. I've made pies, I've made things with apples, but never actually an apple dumpling. So it was interesting getting to the final point because here I am reading the recipe. There were a few things that were a little on the vague side um, that confused me. Like it's it, it, it said sprinkle on cinnamon sugar. It didn't tell me how much cinnamon sugar I was supposed to sprinkle on. It's oh, very no, 18th century. <laughs> yeah. It's like a
1: very old timey recipe if that's uh, doing no, that it,
0: stuff. Yeah, most most of the recipe had exact measurements yeah. and some of the instructions were a little odd. Like, I, I was supposed to put the butter on after the cinnamon and sugar, which did not make sense to me. So I kind of reversed <laughs> that order to help Oops. the butter actually stick to where I wanted it to be like, when I was putting it on. Um, and I found it interesting that the car- the caramel sauce type stuff was supposed to be poured into the dish while it was baking instead of being poured... Instead of having a caramel inside the dumplings. I, I was confused oh. by that, but I followed the instruction anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so tried it out um the crust that it gave it was actually a pretty good crust recipe um and i i did have a little trouble with my dumplings sticking to the pan i guess i didn't grease it quite well enough and my pie crust might have been a little more um a little more Sticky than they probably were intending because I didn't actually flour the surface I was using because I don't do it that way. Um,
1: did you use the glass, the glass ones, or did you use the?
0: I used the glass. I used the glass baking dish, Edwin. Okay, I'm but just
1: wondering. But I mean, wondering. for rolling
0: it out, for rolling it out, oh. I was supposed to flour the surface. Okay. I did not flour the surface. I used parchment paper instead, so it didn't it. Didn't dry out, which, you know... Yeah. Yeah. So, it stuck a little to the bottom. Um, overall, I think it turned out actually really, really good. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, I, I think I managed to get enough cinnamon and sugar in there, even though it didn't actually tell me how much was supposed to go in. And the, the caramel sauce, I was actually a lot better than I thought because it looked like it was going in really, really watery. Mm, Okay. So, what would you rate it? I personally would rate it at an 18 because it it did turn out a lot better than I expected. I was concerned when I started out. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So, for me, it was an 18. Edwin has not told me his score for it yet.
1: 18. Yes! Here's the reason why I liked it, okay? Besides the fact that I grew up with the apple dumpling thing. Um, (laughs) uh, I've never had apple dumplings before. But I felt like, I mean, I love apple pies. Mm -hmm. And the crust on this thing was great. I liked it. In fact, I'm actually going to say that I actually prefer this than an actual apple pie.
0: Oh because, wow! Yeah,
1: because
0: it's your own little pocket of heaven.
1: It's the only pocket. Like I wanted to put, I wanted to put ice cream on it and go that way too. But I was like, I'm going to keep this as is because this oh,
0: absolute ice cream would have gone oh, with it. Heck really well. yeah!
1: Like that was, I mean, that's one of the best things I've tasted. In terms of apple and crust, so I mean, the only reason why I want not give it a nineteen or twenty because I think the sauce could have been a little thicker. You Which, know, if like if, we had, actual... if we
0: had actually let it cool, it might have thickened it up a may bit. May
1: have, yeah, but then you could also like make like put like an additional thickener on it to make it thick. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like water and runnery. But I know you were like trying to follow recipe. Yeah, I was following the are... recipe exactly. So it's it's probably would not give it like a nineteen or like a perfect twenty. You know? Which I don't give anything perfect 20 unless it's um, like,
0: Unless it's absolutely blow it's your like, mind. those
1: things where it's like, oh my gosh, like, where has this been, in, you know, in my life? And
0: this is right, what Edwin. I would
1: eat if I was stuck on an island sort of thing. So, all right,
0: all right oh. Edwin, your turn.
1: Okay, so this was a really hard one for me because I do a lot of... I do, I've done a lot of desserts international you know filipino desserts that sort of thing and i've worked in the bakehouse the bakery which i was doing a lot of desserts a lot like pies a lot of scones muffins what have you all of that but there was you know i've done a lot of french desserts i've done creme brulees i've done you know creme caramels i've done um those kind of things but the thing that i never ever tried making before and this is actually a fairly simple recipe, but I've never actually tried to make it before is French chef Augusta Escoffier's Peche Melba. And this is one of those things where you really can't get you know, you hear it all the time um, when you're in culinary classes and stuff like that, because it's one of the famous ones. Um it came out from the Savoy the Savoy Hotel of London. It was named after an Australian soprano, um Nellie Melba, um back in 1892 or 93. You know, it has a lot of history behind it, and they've never ever actually made it. And it's a simple, simple recipe. It is a poached uh poached peaches, and it's poached in a sugar syrup with lemons and vanilla, and it's also raspberries. And raspberries are made into a sauce, a cold sauce, with um, you know with more sugar and more lemons, that sort of thing. And it's served over vanilla ice cream. <laughs> and it's one of those things that you you learn how to do how to poach fruits and also make sauces out of fruits and and it's it was one of those things where I've ta- I've had it in a restaurant in french french restaurants you know and it didn't look too awfully difficult by looking at it but um one of the things that I actually ran into for difficulty was the recipe that I used, it didn't poach long enough.
0: That's... And, yeah. Okay.
1: Because when you poach fruit, especially when you have skin on the fruit and you poach it, the skin is supposed to come off, and that's when you know it's ready to come out. And the skin wasn't ready to come out, <laughs> So it only came out on certain ones, you know, but... Also, it depends on how ripe your fruit is, depending on how long it will mm-hmm. take. I don't think I had, like, really ripe enough peaches. You can't really get good peaches here in Minnesota.
0: It's hard to get peaches. It's really good hard peaches. to get good peaches here.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, and so I, it took me a while to poach them. I actually poached them for twice as long. Um, and I had to add in more, more um, liquid uh for poaching so i had to up the liquid i had to up the sugar i had up pretty much everything just for them to cook properly and it didn't reduce down the entire syrup into like one big you know one big thick thing because once it goes thick it's no longer poaching it's really cooking yeah so
0: it's a thickened liquid
1: yeah so i uh It took me a while to get it through, but I did manage to go. The raspberry sauce was just straightforward raspberry you put into a food processor with a bunch of sugar, a bunch of lemon, and then you whip it up into a puree. Easy enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But the poaching part was a little bit more difficult one because that was hard to, you know, gauge. Yeah. Okay.
0: So. So the score um
1: in terms of taste I like it mm-hmm. I like it enough to give it a 18 uh-huh because it is one of those classic french desserts and it's all the all the tastes of a fruit dessert and it right and especially when the cream of a vanilla ice cream I would have loved to make my own vanilla ice cream
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know just to type it all off you know but I'm not about to you know spend like the six hours to make you know good vanilla ice cream from beginning to end
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know so we went with the store-bought French vanilla ice cream <laughs> enough. yeah so yes
0: all right me I'm gonna blame the peaches for this one I think if if the peaches if we had if we had access to better peaches around here I'd give it a higher score, but at this point I'm giving it a 16. And I, I think it's because the peaches were not quite what you needed.
1: The peaches were a little hard to work with, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm sure that if if the peaches had been better and a little riper, then I probably would be raising my score yeah. up to yours. But at this point, yeah. for Because I've... I've I've been spoiled by peaches that are from out west. So I know oh. what a good peach is supposed to taste yeah, Utah like. Utah
1: peaches are the best.
0: Yeah. Utah you know? Utah, Idaho, Arizona. The, yeah, go to the Georgia.
1: Peaches, go to yeah, the, Minnesota. The
0: peaches where they are supposed to be grown are amazing. Yeah. So I know what a peach is supposed to taste like. No i I grew up with canned peaches from, from out west and so
1: That was the other thing too. I was thinking about what would this be if I actually just used like the, the bottled peaches. Mm. 'cause essentially that's what it is it's peaches and syrup right yeah, there.
0: so it might have turned it might have turned out pretty good if yeah. if we if we steal my parents bottled peaches
1: we have a bottled peach
0: <laughs> yeah
1: we have one of those yeah nobody's ever wrote a nobody has ever written a song that said going to the going to minnesota to get a lot of peaches <laughs> okay so <laughs> Minnesota is not known for its peaches.
0: But peaches come from a can. They were put there by a man yeah. in a factory downtown. Yeah.
1: Apples? <laughs> yes. Minnesota is known for its apples. This is where Honeycrisp come from, right? Yes. Perfect. Peaches? No. It's like yeah. durian that, that comes from, like, Japan or something. It's not It's not happening. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Pam, you said you have a challenge for us for the next time. Yes.
2: So, since summer is upon us,
0: I think our
2: next challenge should be a no-cook recipe challenge.
0: No cooking, as in... No heat. No heat, no baking, no stovetop, no microwave, nothing. Right. All right. Well, that's
1: easy. Peanut butter and jelly.
0: Edwin! Peanut butter and jelly does <laughs> oh, wow. not count. <laughs> if you... If you want a low rating, <laughs> sure, go for it. Paper that, and jelly. that will it's Easy done. That Five. will pass a low challenge scale. check if you've got good jelly. Put some, put some Edwin, uh, just keep in put mind some bananas
1: in there. Edwin,
0: keep in mind this is a dish that will be eaten by a jelly snob.
1: I'm gonna go raid your parents' pantry. <laughs> So that if you do give me a bad score, it's, it's like, well, you so better and, go tell your parents that because you just gave a bad score. So our <laughs> recipe
2: is, one, sneak into in-laws and steal
0: jelly. <laughs> <laughs> it has so, to uh, be that
1: uh, crab apple jelly in your... Uh, I
0: don't think it. they have any left. <laughs> they won't have any left because Edwin stole it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got to... I've got to keep an eye on crab apples and, and when it starts getting late <sighs> in the summer.
1: I miss crab apples. <laughs> I miss that.
0: Anyway, so, no baking, no stovetop, no microwave, nada. But no no cook challenge.
1: Easy, no ham sandwich. sandwich. There we go.
2: That gets an automatic five. <laughs> yep. <that's>...
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs>
2: Is, be creative if, if, be Creative. this is supposed to be a challenge
0: it's supposed, it is supposed to be a challenge that's why we're calling it a challenge uh. anyway
2: for our next yeah. episode
1: alright well yeah We'll stay tuned for that for next episode we'll see what it comes up with I, I may or may not show up with a sandwich of some sort
0: you better but. not show up with a sandwich <laughs> of some sort but for now it's story time
1: Oh, we have a story. I Hold have on. a
0: story for you.
1: Hold on. What the? Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures.
0: So, this story is back with the Eberron group. Where Pepper is on other adventures in a different world. Uh, and currently, well... Last we left off, they were, I believe, on a pirate ship, if that will... If that... My brain just shut down. They've been on a pirate ship for a few weeks as passengers and temporary crew. And they've had some chance to discuss things with each other. Well, Pepper remembered that uh, her companion, Valen, who she's been traveling with for a while now, she recalled that he's shown interest in fairies in the past, the fey and the fae Wild, and in particular, the connection of elvish ancestry to potentially the fae Wild itself. Well, Pepper, being the storyteller that she is, was uh, attempting to get information on Why he wasn't so interested in the Fae and the Fae Wild. Well, of course he was dodgy about that and wouldn't quite answer. But Pepper gave him a warning. Don't make deals with the Fae. Do not make deals with fairies. No good will come of it. Well, a little time went on. And they were nearing the shore the shore uh where they were going to land but had docks belonging to basically a monster town oh there were going to be all sorts of exciting things there trolls with their uh specialty sausages other merchants dealing with this and that and all kinds of odd goods from all over the place well Valen had a question for the captain, since the captain had stopped at this port before. Well, Captain Nailfire, are there by chance any hags? Oh, of course there's a hag in town. That's, that would be Mrs. Fortune and her magic emporium. If you're curious, you should definitely check it out. I think I'll go there. I'll go there first. Well, there were others interested in the shop, so they started going off. And Pepper, knowing her companion, decided she'd better follow to make sure he didn't get himself into too much trouble. They go in and they start uh, looking at wares. And Mrs. Fortune, and her, with her very kitschy shop and her very kitschy costume, greeted our travelers as they went in. And offered to tell them a fortune. Well, one of their uh, one of their companions, uh, Arend was immediately intrigued. Pepper had forgotten to warn him to not deal with the fae. He immediately took fancy and decided to get his fortune told and offered a hair to the cauldron in which he would be looking for the fortune-telling. Oh, there's one little piece of him going to the hag. He's made a deal with the fae. And she told his fortune, alright. Well, Valen, intrigued, immediately rushed forward as soon as Arend's fortune was finished, and got his fortune told. He offered blood to the cauldron and had his fortune told and did not quite understand it because Valen is not the most intelligent of individuals. And all Pepper could do is wish she could bang her head against the wall. She had warned him not to make deals with the Fae and his first action is to make a deal with the Fae. Uh, good grief. Now she can just sit All she can do now is just sit back and watch and make sure he doesn't make more deals, which it's pretty sure he will. Ugh.
1: <laughs> so this was your Wednesday group?
0: No, this is this the is the sun- Eberron group. The
1: Sunday group. Yes. <laughs> Aha, I keep getting mixed up which group this is these stories are coming from. <laughs>
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, that was like... After, after the session was done, I went into the chat like, Do not make deals with Faye. Don't make deals with the Fae! You can't make deals with fairy beings!
1: <laughs>
0: and, and... Hags are, technically... Uh, fairy beings and if they are not technically fairy beings they used to be Hmm. so yeah (laughs) they are warped and intentionally ugly Um, and this one especially so because it's a tourist trap and oh yes (laughs) these tourists have definitely fallen for this tourist trap (laughs)
2: tourist traps it makes me think of our European trips (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure none of us were able to see it because we didn't roll our our uh, our passive perception was not high enough. But I'm pretty sure she snagged some of that hair and some of that blood that was offered to the cauldron. So now she has a piece of two of our adventurers, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure this I'm pretty sure this shop is one that that um, the DM came up with pretty much on the fly. Or during our short, brief break in in the game, and now he's got fuel for later on. <laughs> oh man! All yeah. right. So yeah, this 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 kitschy shop has become basically Pepper's existential nightmare. Oh! <laughs> well, till the next adventure. Till the next adventure. We'll see what happens with them next time okay Edwin yes there's another music cue isn't there for what finishing up that what finishing up stories or not so much
1: finishing up stories not so much yes no
0: oh but do we have another music cue for the thing after I yes. think so yes <laughs> yes give me a, a music cue yes I don't care what music cue. <laughs> I need a music Please. cue oh, hey, it's game show it. time Yes, we are professionals. At least we pretend we are. We have a trivia quiz for y'all, and I found this. I found this quiz, so I'm gonna be playing along with you. Um, this is a general geekery quiz at uh, FunTrivia.com. I think that's the website. Um, okay.
1: I hope this is a. I hope this is a, an accurate one.
0: I hope so too, because I, <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't answered the questions myself. So I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping we get things right. All right. So this is, just ten questions, multiple choice.
1: Okay. I won't see
0: the answers until we punch in the answer that gets the most votes. Okay. So we'll get started. All right, then. All right, question number one. Okay. Which Marvel movie features a climactic one-man dance-off to the song Ooh Child by the Five, five Stair Steps? <laughs> <laughs> Your answers are Iron Man, nope. Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> Iron Man 2.
1: Okay, Pam's going first.
0: Guardians. Guardians. Or should Guardians. we just say Guardians.
1: it once? So guardians are we just going to say, are we going to say like together or? No,
0: no, no. We're taking our turns. Okay. And Pam is just itching.
1: Okay. So I'm just going to keep score guardians. here. Hold on. So Pam got, got guardians. guardians. Okay. I'm going to say guardians.
0: I'm also saying guardians. Okay.
1: So what's the what answer?
0: Ooh. it's not going to show me just yet. It looks like guardians of the galaxy might've been correct though.
1: Okay, so number one was Guardians. I'm... Okay. Okay. I will say yes. Okay. <laughs> Does it, right. it doesn't show you the answer?
0: I think it's showing me the answer. I think it's in the end. Well, I, th- I think I it just changes the color after after the answer is chosen. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, okay. What's the name of the fairy that's constantly telling Link, hey, look, listen, and watch out? Oh, In the dear. Nintendo oh, 64 God. classic of The Legend of Zelda... Or Ocarina of Time.
1: I've never played Ocarina of Time.
0: You've seen the memes, I'm sure. Neither have I. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I a, haven't it's played a popular it meme. Alright, here are the names options. Neri, Sprite, Malone, or Navi. I think it's the last one. Navi. Navi? Yeah. Navi. Is However that, you is want that
1: to- the correct answer?
0: Well, I haven't, I haven't hit it yet. Okay, we'll hit it. Is that your answer too? Yeah. Okay, we're all answering Navi. Yeah, that one's not telling me either. I guess it's going to be a collective. How many we uh, get right?
1: Oh man, it's okay. I don't know. At, at the end, yeah.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, we might find out yeah. at the very okay. end. Okay. All right. In which manga anime series would you find a Shinigami or Soul Reaper wielding? Oh. A zanpakuto.
1: I know what that is.
0: Or soul cutting sword. I pronounced that very badly. Don't you ever repeat how I pronounced it. Because it was very badly pronounced.
1: Our Japanese listeners are just crying right now, Angela.
0: I know they are. Sorry. (laughs) Learn how to pronounce it, unlike me. Okay. The answers. The potential answers are sword art online. Nope. Soul Eater? Bleach? No. Or Naruto? It, I believe it's Bleach. I think, think it's, it's also, bleach? I think it's Bleach also. Okay, we'll say Bleach. It's been a
2: while since I watched any anime, but the whole huge sword thing and Shinigami Bleach which are um...
1: Okay, I'm putting Bleach down. Okay. Okay.
0: So All right. There's this stupid ad in the way.
1: Boo, ad, boo.
0: There we go. That's the answer to the ad. Okay. (laughs) That is the answer to the ad. You got it correct. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Question number four. Which of the following is not a yellow bird? Moultries, Woodstock, Lord Shen, or Chocobo,
1: Lord Shen.
2: I know it's not Chocobo. I know it's, it's not Woodstock. Woodstock and Chocobos are yellow. Is what I mean. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know about the
0: other two. So I want to say
1: Lord Shen.
0: I am also saying Lord Shen. I uh, I'm blindly agreeing with you guys. Cause... Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Moltres is the legendary electric bird yeah. Pokemon.
2: Oh, that, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, this one's going to give us trouble. What image does Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead wear on the back of his leather vest in the popular AMC TV series?
2: I don't watch that. Oh, no. All right, here are are the
0: potential answers. Angel wings, Confederate flag, arrows... Or Liberty Bell.
1: I'm gonna say Confederate flag because it comes from Georgia. <laughs> you think so? It's from Georgia. I don't know. I know that might be a bad thing, I but
2: I really don't know. I'm
1: so sorry. They're... Can you
0: can you name it again? Alright. Do you want me to read the whole thing? Just no, just the The, the options. Choices. Angel wings, Confederate flag, arrows. Or Liberty Bell. Uh, I don't
2: know. Angel wings? I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I say. I, I'm I gonna say
1: Confederate
0: flag. I'm saying Confederate flag. Yeah. I am going to say arrows, just to bolster our, our. I'm gonna spread it around. I don't think it's the Liberty Bell.
1: You know what I want to say? Arrows.
0: You're gonna say arrows?
1: Yeah, because I can distinctly—I soon distinctly remember he was like an arrow guy. Like he's—he he was like a hunter, an arrow
2: hunter.
0: Okay, so we're going with arrows as yeah. our answer. Okay,
2: it's fine. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't.
0: <laughs> however, if if angel wings is the actual answer, we're giving that point to Pam. Okay. It's okay. 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 This one's going to be. Oh, this one might not be as much trouble as I thought it would be. All right. Comic book writer-artist Mike Mignola created this hulking, heroic character with a passion for cigars and oversized handguns, and it was brought to mainstream consciousness thanks to the charismatic acting chops of Ron Perlman in a 2004 film. Who is this character?
1: How many clues can you put in a single question?
0: <laughs> I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> like, here I was like comic book writer, artist, like, oh no, this is going to come. And then I read further, like, oh, nope, nope, nope.
2: Nope, we haven't. All right. Got it.
0: The, ans- the possible answers are Beast. No. Lobo. No. Judge Dredd. Or Hellboy. Hellboy. Lobo,
1: because it's a cool name. No.
0: A, <laughs> Ron yeah, Perlman played Lobo?
1: That'd be cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a boy.
0: Okay. Question number seven. <laughs> Ron Perlman. We're,
1: that's like the biggest giveaway.
0: Yeah, seriously. Right. All right, r- number seven. We're getting towards the end. What are the names of the three minions that first appeared in 2010's Despicable Me? And were featured in 2015 oh, Minions film.
1: Oh my gosh, Minion One, Minion Two, and Minion Three. I don't know. All right, here
0: here no, are no, no here no, are the no options, no and and okay. the actual answer is going to give itself away right away. Okay. All right, first option: Antonio, Richard, and Tom. Second option: Andrew, okay. Frank, and Steve. Third option: James, Joey, and Matt. Or fourth option, Bob, Kevin, and Stuart.
1: Bob, Kevin, and Stuart.
0: I think it's the last one, yeah. Yeah, King Bob. King Bob. King Bob.
1: (laughs) Bob, Kevin, and Stuart. Okay.
0: Okay. Number eight. What's the name of the Men in Black signature memory erasure device? Oh. Ah. Oh, wow. That's been a while. Oh, my (laughs)
2: gosh. It's a while. Oh, what is that?
0: All right. I'm I'm going to give you the potential answers, and and I'm sure one of them will strike a ring a bell or something.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. The first option, Memento Mori. Nope. No. No. Second option, Neuralizer.
1: That's the one.
0: Okay. Third option, MED. Memory eraser device? No. Nope. No. Or last option, NeuroFlash. flash.
1: Neuralizer. I
2: think. I think. I think, it's, I think it's B. Yeah, neuralizer.
1: Neuralizer.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Imagine this thing not being multiple choice. Oh <laughs> my gosh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Edwin, this is your this is your question. Okay. What's the name of the floating city you spend most of the time in during the events of the video game of Bioshock Infinite? Oh, oh this is all you. This is all the, oh. the options are Rapture. That's it. That's Zephyr, one. No, no, it's not it. Homeland or Columbia. Columbia. Columbia.
1: Yeah, Rapture was in one and two. Columbia was on three. Columbia was in Infinite rapture was the underwater city that was ran by ian randian dude (laughs) and rapture was the guy who was like a like sort of a bible beaten dude
0: okay so you're going with with columbia 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 oh yeah that 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 one's hanging on you edwin
1: yeah it is
0: it is i'm 100
1: percent sure if
0: if you got it wrong We are going to shake our heads in disappointment.
1: If I got wrong, I'm going to play the entire Bioshock series again.
0: You should do that anyway. (laughs) I should do that anyway. All right. In the Star Wars universe, what's an AAT? Oh. A piloting droid? Nope. A battle tank? That. A clone lieutenant? Or a pulse rifle. I think is the battle tank.
1: Is it ATAT?
0: No AAT. No. The, the AAT? AAT. That's
1: a A T. That's the battle tank. It's not yeah. the four it's not the four legged one. I think
0: it's the two legged one. It's
1: the two legged one.
2: Yeah, is it the shirt? Sure. At?
0: The at at is the four legged one.
1: Big huge thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah uh, yeah, let's just go with the battle one. Okay.
0: All right. Here do we go. Here we go. Let's yeah. see how we did. All right. Question number one: Guardians of the Galaxy. We got that one okay. right. Number two: Navi is correct. Yay. Okay. Number three: Bleach is correct. Yep. Yay. Number four: Lord Shen. Yep. Is correct. Lord Shen is the evil peacock ruler in King Kung Fu Panda 2.
1: Oh.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I thought
1: it was a real bird. F-
0: <laughs> number 5. Oh, the correct answer was Angel Wings. Can you get that Pam point? Gets it. <laughs> All right. And number 6, Hellboy was correct, of course. Of course. <laughs> Bob, Kevin, and Stuart were those minions? Of course. Neuralizer was the correct device. Yep. Edwin, yes. you were correct with Columbia being the floating ah, that's city. That's my point. And, <laughs> hooray, we were right about a battle tank, the AAT, or Armored okay. Assault Tank.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, it
0: was a floating heavy armor tank. It was floating. Used by the Trade Federation as, in, as during the invasion of Naboo, as well as Separatist forces in Clone Wars. Oh,
1: that's the floating tank. Yeah,
0: it was yes. usually manned oh, by a crew oh, yeah. of battle droids. I thought it yeah. was a. I thought it was, I, a
1: I thought it was the big, the one in the. Um, Overturn oh, Return of, of Jedi. The, yeah, Return of the Jedi.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, what no. I was thinking too. That's
1: what I was thinking.
0: But no, Pam, Pam wins because she. No, I went too. I got number nine. But Pam. Pam figured out angel wings. She guessed angel wings. We went with arrows. Pam wins. Co-
1: Pam wins.
0: Pam wins. Boo, <laughs> Pam! <laughs> in, in our me combined effort, in our combined effort, where it should have been I, all or nothing, Pam wins. I, I hardly
2: win. So let me have my moment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Pam
0: wins this one. Yay, Pam! Yay. <laughs>
1: All right. Woo. I need to get a clapping. <laughs> I need to get a clapping. Yes, you do. Effect.
0: <laughs> yes, you do. Anyway, well, let's let's tie this thing up. Um, thanks again, everybody, for joining us. This has been a kind of a fun episode. Um, if you're looking for us around the internet, you can find me, Angela, at Pleasant Doom on the Twitterverse. And my name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at
2: PandacatDragon1. You could also find me on Instagram, also at PandacatDragon. But without the one. Without the one.
1: You can find me at TCDZ1, or you can find me on Facebook in the, in the uh, Ledger Creators uh, group. And yes, and you can email us at diners at gmail.com <laughs> if you have any complaints. Um, or suggestions, or comments, or praises, or things to give us, hint, hint, um, Dorito pickles.
0: Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons.
1: Yep, dungeon diners at gmail.com. I finally broke into it because I had to switch phones. I couldn't remember the password, so I had Pam just, like, look at it.
0: Oh, by the way... Knight, who says he had to take an absence from from listening for a little while because he didn't have his drive time, but he caught up. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for it. listening. Yeah. Welcome back to current episodes, good yes. sir, Knight.
1: <laughs> yes. Our but, listenership is a little bit up, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yay. People are back to listening. And, yep. Mm, I, I'm hoping that the podcast listening price spell is over for most people. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's that's a topic yes. for another discussion. But anyway, thanks again for listening to episode 27 of Dungeons, Dining,
1: and, and Dorks. I thought it was 26.
0: No, it's 27. It's 27, it was 27 okay. the whole time. No, it's right. 27. All right,
1: cool. <laughs> All right, okay. thanks,
0: everybody. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.